Honey, it's our favorite time of year, and I got you something to celebrate. <gasps> a McRib? It's just what I wanted. Happy McRib season, sweetie. Mm, I love you. I love you, too. Mm. Actually, I was talking to my McRib. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll leave you two alone. Right now, enjoy a McRib meal and get another tasty McRib sandwich for just a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Honey, it's our favorite time of year, and I got you something to celebrate. <gasps> a McRib? It's just what I wanted. Happy McRib season, sweetie. Mm, I love you. I love you, too. Mm. Actually, I was talking to my McRib. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'll leave you two alone. Right now, enjoy a McRib meal and get another tasty McRib sandwich for just a dollar. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Uh, <laughs> you can hear my voice. You know that I'm with you in spirit, as always. And so that I'm here. And we tonight we will be talking about love in the 21st century. Because why? Because we love you and we love that you are loved and how you love is important to Laura Lee and myself. So we're going to go forward. Laura Lee, how are you tonight? I, I'm good. And just so you know, Sarah, like I said, you guys can see me. We're not, a, I'm not on YouTube. <laughs> so Joe, if you're listening, I'm not on YouTube. We're just audio tonight. It looks like. <laughs> oh, there well, we go. There you go. He must be I was listening. Say, I can see you. <laughs> I don't know, but that happens a lot of times. I don't know why. You can see each other and everything, but it popped up. That's okay. The last time I think it popped up the last 10 minutes and it's not Joe. It's just, it's our show. So, oh, no, I disappeared again. No, nope, now I'm back. <laughs> And if you're wondering how I can see it's because I have two computers. I like to keep uh, an eye yeah, on the comments. So if you're listening on www.talk or, or I can't talk tonight, uprntalkradio.com, uh, feel free also to pop over to YouTube. You can see us and you can join us in the chat there. We'd love to have you be part of our show, right, Sarah? Exactly. We definitely want you to join in the chat. We'd love you to call in. We want you want you to be active in this program. Any program that we're on, including Laura Lee's Angel Rock, uh, when she even is, you know, she doesn't have to be around me all the time. She's bad enough. She talks to me all the time. Oh, <laughs> join in. Yes, exactly. And so um, we're kind of we, like, if you haven't caught on the gig yet, we're we're also known as Sarah Lee. So no, and you never can get in enough of Sarah Lee. So think about that. Who doesn't like cheesecake? Come on. And exactly. Speaking of cheesecake and, and modern love and technology, social media and love in the 21st century, which is really weird. And the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up is because I see so many people in their relationships. And it's not that I'm being judgy McJudgertons here, but why would you, you know, shack up with somebody on Tinder and then be surprised that they they leave you for somebody else in like a week. It's like you hooked up on Tinder. Why are you surprised? And I'm not hating on Tinder. Tinder is there. It's like, oh, yeah, I want to have a cup of coffee and go get off in the bathroom. Sure. It's like if you want that kind of relationship and that's what you're into, you go with the bad self, boo. You Absolutely. do you. Exactly. We're not haters here. Mm -hmm. We're all about it. Any way you can get your love as long as you make sure that you're all suited up and ready. But at the same time, you know, are you protecting yourself? Are you staying healthy? Are you, 
uh, making sure that you're having a healthy kind of relationship because it's cool to to hit it and quit it. Where you know if that's the way you want to do it, but make sure that you're not emotionally invested, become a hot mess because of it. It's like why does nobody stick around? I don't know. When you have sex in coffee shop bathrooms, maybe you're not relationship material. Well, I don't know. For one, or <laughs> I'm not saying you're not, but. I would be reviewing some of that. I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun, but maybe it'd be more fun if you were in kind of maybe a, a, a this, if not a partially or entirely committed relationship when you, you, you go do those things in at Starbucks. <laughs> like, wow, I guess I won't be using the bathroom here anymore. <laughs> so you're hearing all these stories, literally, have you heard some of the stories of people hooking up on these apps? The, like Tinder and other grinder and, and stuff like that. Yes, I have. I mean, there's good and bad stuff. We're, like I said, we're not hating. So. No, I've heard lots of stories about that. And let's face it. I was no angel in my younger days. I don't think most of us were. And, um, you know, <laughs> everybody's allowed to do that, but I'll be honest with you again, <laughs> readings. And we were talking about this is that, um, you know, one of my biggest things that people want are romance readings. Like, when am I going to meet my soulmate? When am I going to meet my whoever? But the other thing I want to add with that is because of this culture, I think that we're in now, and this is why Sarah and I were talking about this, is everybody wants it right now. And and the issue I find is, and I've even taught my own kid this, um, my youngest, I don't think will be in a relationship, but my oldest is, you know what, you never know who somebody is until you live with them. Like, yeah. honestly, and even the first year, some people say it's the most difficult year. Some people say that's your honeymoon year. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I was married to someone for 17 years and dated him for two years. He didn't want to live together. And when we got divorced, I there was so much I didn't know about him that I didn't know that I didn't know. And part of it was I'm not a snooper. So, you know, his stuff was his stuff. My stuff was my stuff. And I respected that space. I still don't think I would have found things out. And there's no guarantee is what I'm saying why I share that with people. But I think you have a better chance of knowing mm -hmm. who someone really is versus, um, you know, meeting someone on Tinder. I, I haven't heard too many relationships that have developed into a long-term relationship. I think that's more more a I don't want to say miracle but a very unique thing to have a one night stand and end up together yeah but, that is unique mm -hmm. but no um and like I said everybody has their needs and there's nothing yeah. wrong meeting somebody but a lot of people what I'm finding because they're you know they've made so many advances in HIV treatment mm -hmm. that a lot of people are disregarding that but they're forgetting other they're not called STDs anymore it's STIs sexually transmitted infections if you will uftis issues with this what i'm saying is people <laughs> like herpes that don't go away or you know there's other issues hepatitis you name it and people even though you may use a condom and stuff and i'm getting a little graphic here and i don't mean to but it's the truth People don't think about these things and they don't realize you don't know that person's history. And, you know, never mind the safety issues involved with that, too. I mean, I know myself, I don't know if I'd meet somebody, a stranger, and half the time you hear, not even, probably half the time, even if you see the person's picture, when you meet up with them, they look nothing like the picture. <laughs> Have you heard that, Sarah? <laughs> I, I've seen it. I've heard it. Um, mm -hmm. 
and, and everything else. I mean, surprisingly enough, when I have dated, people are like, wow, you look like your picture. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, is that a compliment or was that a question? <laughs> yeah. It's like, do I take this as a good thing or bad thing? I think a good thing because it's, you hear horror stories. Oh, I know. I can tell you a horror story that, um, you know, my ex's brother, mm-hmm. so my ex-brother-in-law actually dated some chick. And he showed us the the picture because I was actually helping my ex out trying to make some money, like helping him with the piping of his brother's house because they were getting the house already for this girl to come and be with him for a little while. Yeah. They're chasing the waters. Well, this girl was supposed to be 19, skinny little thing, whatever, into health food, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, this picture is old. How old is she supposed to be? Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever, and I'm I'm telling telling Wayne, <clears throat> I'm not gonna give the last name, I'm just telling yeah. Wayne, I'm like, you know, Wayner, I don't think that she's gonna be the same person. Have you seen any other pictures of her? No, this is the, <laughs> the only one she has. And I'm like, and this was like 10 years ago when there still was availability for digital pictures. And and I mean, if not Skype, you could be AOL online or or doing some kind of video chat still, even though it sucked. It still, you know, could you still could have contact. Well, just like the original catfish, that this was happening for, for years and years, and this person shows up out of the blue, and um, she's not 19, okay? Wayne at the time, I'm going to give you what his age was. Yeah. Uh, he was like 41, okay? Thinking yeah. he's going to date a 19-year-old, which, yeah, that's going to work. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Turns out this girl's 49 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. She's a very old 49. Uh, looking like she'd been road hard, put away wet a, a few times. <laughs> and, and had a couple of cases of Twinkies with that and probably didn't like move more than I'd probably 103 steps a day. Oh dear Lord. Oh Lordy. Yes. And I'm fluffy. And I, we're not ranking on the fluffiness. We love the fluffiness. But at the same time, don't be shown pictures of, of younger people, younger skinny people, and trying to pass it off as somebody or something else because it's really not, you know, the thing. And and so I think Laura Lee is frozen, maybe, or maybe not. We're live still here over on this side. But uh Carrying on with Wayne's uh, date, and <laughs> well, she moved in with him, and and the whole thing with the moving in thing is that all of a sudden, with the moving in thing, you've got this woman who is way older than she ever said. Turns out the picture she gave, <laughs> the hey, there she is. I'm here trying to crash. I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I said you probably froze or you or something, but um, I I just kept going because I'm like, oh yeah, she'll be right back. But (laughs) but but she moved in with them, and I'm like, the picture, which I was gonna say was actually her next door neighbor's daughter. Oh my god. So it wasn't even her at any point in her life. I mean, this woman looked like a female version of a human bulldog. And she still let a he still let her move in? Yes. Mm. They lived together for freaking six years. Mm. 
I mean, and then she leaves him to go back to her kids or or whatever. She had six kids and stuff. I'm like, you know, the more I tell the story, the more ickier it gets. It's like, you know, traditional catfish, only worse. (laughs) We've got Shadow Designs joining us tonight. I was visiting her. Welcome. And um, she said, I went on a blind date with a guy who said he designs roller coasters. Turns out it was a Nintendo game, and that's all he wanted to talk about. (laughs) Are you still there, Sarah? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, good. I thought maybe I lost you. (laughs) We're having crazy stuff. I think it's the aliens tonight we've been saying before the show. (laughs) Yeah, I I just got an emergency message from my sister. I'm just checking that out for a sec. Okay, well, I'll keep talking while you're doing that. Um, Yeah, so can you guys imagine, like, my gosh, and you hear all kinds of stories like this. This just happens to be somebody that Sarah knew. I mean, you hear all kinds of people who end up having, you wouldn't believe, like you said yourself, uh, Shadow Designs, the guy that went on a blind date, designs roller coasters. Now, that would be something really unique, but it was a Nintendo game, and that's all he wanted to talk about? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What know. the heck? Everything okay, Sarah? Yeah, everything's okay. fine. There's Good. just a, an issue with my mom. I just need to make sure she's getting taken care of. <laughs> if you need to do it, that's why oh, I asked no, I can't, I'm, I'm almost 4,000, 4,500 miles thank away from where I'm from. But thank you. <laughs> I, know, I know if that was an I know Sarah wouldn't answer it unless it was something. That's why I said if you need to take yeah, care of Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I apologize, Laura. Um, but it's, you know when I pause, there's usually something wrong. That's why she checks in. It's like if I go silent, there's like, wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> no, plus I know your, about your mom, so sending her lots of love and let you get a message. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I will mention briefly here, since we're still in the beginning of the show, and, and hope that our friend Clarissa gets well. She injured herself, and so she's not feeling good. Yeah, so Clarissa, get well. And happy birthday to Chris Carr. Yes, happy birthday, Chris, from Bigfoot and the Bunny. They were yes. before us. So I haven't been on Facebook much today. So usually it tells you your friend's birthdays and I missed it. So I'm so glad. I think it was you that brought up it was his birthday thing, Sarah, before the yes. show. I wouldn't even have known. <laughs> I wish for him to be probed repeatedly in a good way. <laughs> and I ditto. I second. <laughs> Speaking of love in the 21st century. Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, we were talking about this. And like I said, you know, here's Linda sharing her story. Um, you know, it would actually be a really cool thing to write a book and get people to submit their horror stories about love in the 21st century, because I can just imagine what we would get. I mean, Netflix and chill. Where did that saying come from? Because of Tinder and Grindr. There's codes even nowadays for hookups. What? Have you heard any more, any of the other ones? I know Netflix and Chill was a big one. That was, that Damn, was. Am I a- old? Uh, no, yeah. I don't know. What, mm-hmm. what are they code for? Do you know? Uh, basically, come on over and let's hook up. Let oh, DTF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> DTF, my house. Let's go. Yeah, there's a- <laughs> I, I should have thought to ask my kid, but, but even you can go, especially on Instagram, because I always say, you know, I've been working with people usually over about the age of 35 um, up to even 40. 
that a lot of people from that era aren't used to using a computer or social media in the or not a computer like your phone in the way of a computer so you know teaching people about like you know what social media platforms are good for what and instagram i find is usually a younger demographic not always but that's where you'll see a lot of this stuff is on instagram i don't go on tumblr much anymore because that one is and you can see quite the pictures on there. It's usually dogs, supernatural, and um, some pretty graphic pictures. <laughs> yeah. I, by the way, I have never had a Tumblr account, and I never will. <laughs> and I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> I'm a natural fan, so I've met some cool people on there and stuff. But yeah, some of the pictures, so I. I don't go on there too often. Oh, my God. Shadow Designs, you got to hear this one. I had a guy bring a resume once. That was weird. <laughs> a resume? Did yeah. it have his credit report on it too? Oh, I'd, be, I'd be even more imp impressed if he brought his credit report. Oh, you got to tell us what Was this his romantic resume, his sexual history resume, or just his that he had a job or looking for one? <laughs> it's his man fact sheet. <laughs> My lord, but that was the point I was going to say, like, Sarah, you must get a bulk of these too. The bulk of my readings that I get from people when they're looking for direction for spirit are romance. I have a romance deck. I've done many um, readings even with my angel board because my angel board are very specific uh, time frames and a lot more in-depth information. But that is usually the bulk for one thing. That's one of my most well-used decks I use, never mind what I get from spirit. Or um, let people I find are at a crossroads, not really sure what they're going to do with their life, where they're going to go. But romance is huge. How about you? Uh, yeah, people ask me about romance. They ask me about their life path a lot. I'm more yeah. of a life path, life coachy kind of, well, not really coachy coachy, but because if you come to me for coaching, I'm pretty much going to slam you to the ground and go knock it off. <laughs> You make yourself sound like you're so mean. She's not mean, folks. And I want to say hi to Instant Karma. I said, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, Instant Karma, good to see ya. Um, no, I don't think, but you know what, Sarah? You're one of those people that will give it to somebody straight. And as I've always said, you know, don't ask a load of question even of somebody if you don't really want to know the truth. So if they come to you, You'll give it to them straight. I'll give it to them straight, too. Um, we have different styles, but we're different people. But I don't think you're mean. And people need to hear what you're sharing with them. Yeah. And, and by the way, I love this. Your your look tonight is awesome. It, it, it's giving me Seattle realness. Because, you know, Seattle is awesome. And, and then because I'm plugging. I don't have, I was going to wear my Nirvana t-shirt. I should have. I got Guns N' Roses on tonight. But that's, that's it's appropriate. It still goes with the look. I had the Nirvana t-shirt in my hands and I was thinking, no, I haven't worn this Guns N' Roses one yet. <laughs> awesome. Yes. It's a good look. We got crazy stuff going on with this video today. And I think it's just crazy stuff in the air talking to people this past week too, because. Oh my gosh. Yes. It looks like we're in this really weird movie. It's like flashing on and off. On and off. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least our, our, our people can join us. Oh, shout out design. She put in here about her, the resume. We got to hear this, Sarah. He goes, he asked me a, a, a lot of questions about me. And when he was done grilling me, he said, 
aren't you going to ask me anything? And I said, no, I'm good. It's all outlined on your, your resume date over. <laughs> oh, nice. I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh. You know, the Dell has quite the horror stories about dating. Like I literally have said to him, I think you have met every crazy person out there. And I don't want to say, I mean, he's heterosexual, but go ahead, sir. No, I was just going to say, you know what they say about the crazy ones? What's that? Say a lot about them. (laughs) You know, the the song crazy, crazy biatch. That, 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 yeah, that's what they say about them. And it's, it's, I guess it's pretty true from what I hear. The crazier, the better. It's like you want you you got to deal with the crazy or you it's like it's it's not you you know I'm a good kind of crazy but I'm not like the drama I don't like drama what is it with people in their drama it's disgusting it's disgusting it's like I get people have stuff everybody has stuff but don't drag your big bag of stuff over here if you don't handle your stuff because I'm just gonna drag it back out on my porch and say take your stuff and leave having this conversation and I was saying that you know and I obviously were female and I'm not bashing all females don't get me wrong but you know I've met a lot of of the male too not just female but have no idea what they want and then one day they want it this way then they want it that way then they want it this way and even Sarah we've talked about we've talked about this on air and even off air you know even in my inner circle I don't like drama I, you know, I rarely ever have a disagreement with somebody because right. I keep in my inner circle. No, they're not right. going to kiss my butt and tell me what I want to hear. They're going right. to tell me the truth. And I know when you share something with me from my inner circle, even if I might not want to hear it, that mm-hmm. you're telling me because I need to hear it. And you, you care about me. That's why. And that's kind of like how I like to keep my relationships too, like my significant other, especially like I said, I started off the show and don't get me wrong. He wasn't a bad guy. My first husband, but I had no idea. We never, you know, when you, you know, I used to think it was great. We only had one disagreement in 17 years. Well, when you're living with someone, you're going to have disagreements. I mean, that's communication. That's part of it. Right. Yep. That's the thing. And I, I believe, and then, you said the magic word there, I believe, is that in order for any relationship to work, and I hate to be the bad guy, but, you know, I like to be the bad guy at the same time, um, is that you've got to have communications, people, as much as you don't want to talk about certain things because you're just not comfortable with it. When you're dealing with another human being, you can't second guess another human being's feelings because you're not that human being. And so you're going to have to be honest and open. It's like if you're having an issue or whatever, let's say you don't like the way they make toast and it really makes you angry. People get (laughs) angry about really retarded things. Okay, I'm just going to say it's dumb. I'm just saying that it's dumb because, you know, or the thing that bothers me is I had a boyfriend at one time that used to clip his toenails and he used to leave them in the sink. Oh. <laughs> you know how gross that, or he would spit in my kitchen sink. Oh. I hate that. So gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, I- or I had one that peed in my shower. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, I'm walking in the bathroom. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I think that's a thing. Like, I mean, I guess you can. 
Well, I'm down the drain anyways. As long as I, I know, but still, I was like, what? <laughs> Clean it, bleach it. Yeah, like, I don't want to be stepping in, Trisha. I don't want to step in that. Come on, gross. My, you know what? I got to tell you this. The dolly, he's in here right now actually having a smoke. Get in, Jesus. Get in, Jesus. But anyways, he was watching. I was No, I was going to tell him about the show you were watching, the, the comedy show. And it was... um. It was with uh, the late Patrice O'Neill, who was really funny. And he had a call-in show. And people, women and men would call in with uh, relationship questions. And the one of them was taught. What's that? It's called the Black Phillip Show. That's what it was called. And I guess this one woman called in that her partner was no longer interested in her anymore. When you hear this advice, you're going to die, Sarah. He, he, I'm, I've cleaned it up a lot because he used a lot of oh colorful language. He told her that men, well, he was right about this, that men like the chase. So he said, don't be showing up, you know, with music and flowers and romance because we're going to be like, what the F is this? So he says, what you got to do is you got to shock them and then ignore them. So what I want you to do, I cannot believe he gave this advice. I was horrified. Del was laughing his butt off. And I said, yeah, if I would ever, I would never do this. But if I did, he goes, you got to walk in when he's reading the newspaper and, and or just watching TV. Or watching TV or reading the newspaper and sit down beside, go right beside him, drop your drawers and pee. Then get up and walk away like nothing happened and start doing the dishes. And when he notices, he's going what the hell gets up and talks her? I don't want anything to do with you and ignore her. His point was using the extreme, basically, to completely change it up. But I thought that's what brought that up. Could you ever imagine any woman ever doing that? No. I know a few that would. Oh. But I just don't know why that you would even say that to somebody. I mean, I could think of a, a different analogy. Yeah. Like, you know, because I was imagining if I was going to pull some weird stunt, I'd be like showing up like Beyonce and like have my best outfit on or whatever and have yes. ha step out of the car with the perfect legs yes. and the guys with the fans. So I could like, even though my hair is like only two inches long, I can shake yes. it out and go, you know, I'm freaking fabulous. Yes. And the, the wind's hitting me just right and then kill it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem with that. But and I'm done. I was horrified and the dad was laughing his butt off. And I said, yeah, I said, first of all, I'd never do this. But second of all, if I ever did that to you, be like, the girl's gone, done, lost her mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would be clean. I was in those fruit loops, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie that lives here that does all the cleaning up would be the one cleaning it up. I want to read her <laughs> here. Um, Shadow Design says, I don't date anymore. Too many weirdos. And it seems only ma married men are attracted to me. So I am single and not looking. And then Instant Karma goes, ew, and he's a guy. And then uh, Shadow Design says, oh, God. Okay, the Dell's got something bad. You know, he said the whole thing about it was whatever. We was, might come closer. They can't can hear you. Come in here, Canadian Jesus, and come sing us all. Jesus, you might as well pop in. Said, uh, all, all he was saying was, is that. Whatever Oprah or these uh, groups, all these uh, TV shows out there, whatever these uh, women and these uh, people saying to spice up the relationship, do the opposite to what they're doing. <laughs> well, actually, I did say. Oh, good Lord. Well, I did say. No. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't want him to climb back upstairs. I was going to I was going to ask a question after you're done saying what you're going to say. Oh, I'm sorry, Laura. I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay, from a guy's perspective, okay, yeah. so what would you say 
would be the best thing. I'm going to go, I want you to say the best thing that a woman could do to try to catch your eye, be it, you know, confidence or, or whatever. I mean, if you're going to change it up and do something crazy, let's say, and, and whatever, from your perspective, Del, because, because you're, you're Canadian Jesus, essentially, you will save us all. So what words do you have for us on the positive? Mm-hmm. On the positive? Is yeah. Stay away from flowers. <laughs> no peeing on the floor. <laughs> no water sports on the first date. <laughs> what else have you got? What would catch your eye if you weren't with yeah. me? What would catch your eye? Your eye, not in general. As a guy. As a dude's dude. As a dude's dude, what? Like in a bar or outside? It's just the, the look, I guess, and uh, confidence, but uh, not be uh, loud and abrasive, I guess. That's a big thing there. And uh, don't talk during a movie. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk. Don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's taking off. No, I'll, you, I'll wait the, the, the least you say, the better. <laughs> Oh, so Dell would rather have a deaf mute. <laughs> not, not at all. No, actually, we insert. You know us as a couple. We have quite the quite the deep uh, discussions. All I was going to add about the Oprah thing when we were sitting there watching this, we we had pizza today together before the show, and I said the one thing that the, he's missing is, but he said brought it up in another episode was you can listen to as a female, you can listen to all these female relationship advisors, but guess what, honey. They're not a man. You could ask a man just like you did. That was the point I was going to add. And that's the thing is, is, is that not all men are the same. Mm-hmm. The generality of it is, yeah, most guys are pretty visual. So if you're not appealing in some way, I'm, I'm not saying you got to be Barbie. I'm saying you've got to roll out of bed and wash yourself and be presentable, put on clean clothes, brush your hair, brush your teeth, mm-hmm. wash your butt. I mean, come on, don't be gross. <laughs> well, the you other thing I was going to add, though, with the Dell, and I, I just told you this off camera with him. We have no problem as a couple for out, and I'll say, oh, that's, you know, that's a really hot guy or good looking guy, and the same with him. But when we're. You guys watching, are good looking. Well, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> well, thank you. But the thing that we've noticed, I've noticed with him is I'll see like this absolutely beautiful woman on TV and I'll say, she's gorgeous. And he'll say, I don't think so. And I'll say, would you not say that? And then he'll see some woman that I might consider, you know, she's not really distasteful looking, but she's not like a stunner and he'll think she's beautiful. And what I've noticed it is about him, it's more about personality it's more about the energy and he picks that up. I've told you that he kind of has his, he can pick that up from a picture about people or it's not just women, any people. And he kind of knows what their inner core is. It's a really interesting gift that he has really interesting. I wanted to add our comments. we got some interesting comments. So shadow design says eye contact always works. Yes, but there is an art to eye contact <laughs> yeah sometimes it's a little stalkery so you got to be care be very tactful with the eye, co- eye contact be- there's a fine line between sexy and wow does she is she a psycho <laughs> 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 an instant 
instant karma said a smart, confident woman is where it's at. Smart and shy will work too. And that I, I pre, we appreciate your feedback and that you're here tonight too, instant karma, because, you know, that's who I think women should be asking is if you've got a friend or, you know, somebody that you know, ask them. You know, you didn't have to ask about yourself, but ask them in general. Not every guy's the same. But on the other part I want to bring up, too, is that there is a major difference, obviously, between men and women. But on the whole, and I'm not categorizing all men this way, but men are more visual than women. Women are more emotional, would prefer yes. a good conversation. Like for myself, what's most attractive is a man that, yes, is confident, also um, can hold an intelligent conversation mm -hmm. about a variety of topics. And then Dell had the move. I've never had move ever done to me. I never had any intentions of being with him. I've told Sarah this story. Yeah, I think it's pretty hot, actually. So we were, yeah. for, we were out in a bar with his friend. We went out for drinks. And we were just friends, Adele and I. And I had on this shirt that had some of the back open. And what he did to me, and this is, I don't know why I've never had it done to me before. He put his hand, and I'm going to show you, right on the small of my mat back, just like this very gently. I don't know what it was. But that got me, I can tell you. And I've spoke to many women. They said the same thing when they've had that done. And I asked him about it. Like, why did you do that? Like, he said, well, it's not invasive. It's not uh, something that would, you know, make a woman go, ew, like, get your hands up. Like, don't be creepy, you know. And it was just ever so subtle. I don't know. What would you think of that move yourself, Sarah? <laughs> okay. I would have to know the guy, number one. Absolutely. And not not be like a first date kind of thing. And Absolutely. but knowing that you guys weren't like a first yeah. datey kind of you guys kind of knew each other, right? So just to preface that she did know him, it wasn't like a hey baby I like kind that. of thing. That's why it was okay. Mm -hmm. Because there's a difference between creepy McCreepertons and you know, whatever. Because ladies can do creepy crap too. And um, because I was on a date and um the guy reached over and I thought he was like reaching over to get something out of his glove compartment or something. And it's like, he had this awesome, I loved his car. He was kind of a dick, but I loved his car. He had a, he restored a, an MG midget and it was a gorgeous car. And, um, he, you know, he had his good, good things about him, but mostly bad because, you know, I was, I don't know. It's one of those times, ladies and gentlemen, when you date because you really don't have anything better to do besides work. Mm -hmm. and, and I was lonely. It was the holidays. It was around this time of year. And it was icy and cold. And I'd gone to a party. It, it was actually one of my first swingers party that I ever went to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which kind of did in the date thing for me for this guy, because I'm like, oh, yeah, break in the holiday season by taking the person that you've been dating for like a week and a half to uh, to uh, to a seedy, weird back of, of the woods kind of home where everybody's half dressed and they're playing these weird games. And I, I didn't get it until like the second hour. And I'm like holy crap, these people are swingers. And I'm like... You didn't bring him. He brought you to this party. He, he brought me to the party. He just said it was a holiday party. And I'm like... And I went to excuse myself to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, 
I can't even walk out of here. I'm so far out in the sticks. I don't even know where I am. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, nightmare city. What do I do? Because I don't want to go hot tubbing because they're like, oh yeah, in an hour or so we're going to the hot tub and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nope, I'm not be hot tubbing with a bunch of, I don't even know what. And, you know, and I don't know what it is. I attract swingers. I do not know why. I have never been, I will never will be a swinger. And if that is your lifestyle, cool beans. Awesome. I just but don't want to be part I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't share very well. So. <laughs> and I think it has to do with being an empath, but we're not. And being an alpha too. We don't like touchy feely people. No. And I thought that was really important that you brought up that. Yes, I knew him. If a guy didn't know yeah. I'd done it, it would have been. That would have been weird. We've got some more comments here because what I, there was a reason why I was bringing up about men being more visual. I'm going to get to that. Sarah mm-hmm. probably knows what, because I love what she does when she gets these kind of pics. Um, <clears throat> so Shadow Design said, I've done that, the smart, confident one, and it was like a competition. I've done the shy and vulnerable one, and I attract control freaks. Hmm. Well, there's pro- they could probably do a whole show on that, but, you know. She could do shy and vulnerable. Yes. And then Instagram. <laughs> Midget, he goes, I have a 1971 MGB GT, LOL. And then he said, I'm a whole class above him as far as British Carnus, I guess, goes. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, Carnus, his car. He's talking about cars. Yeah. He's talking about cars. Sorry, took me a minute there, Instant Karma. And then uh, the hit blog talk said, tip top hat, evening ladies. Hey, Howie, how's it going? I remembered your name. <laughs> I know that. Your names too. It just it you, know, you guys join us. I didn't. I've never asked you if you're okay. I was doing that in the beginning. And I thought, well, I should ask you guys if you're okay if I say your first name or not. But the thing, the reason why I brought up that men, on the whole, are usually more visual, whereas women are more, like I said, emotional and prefer, um, like a good conversation. Is guys out there that send dick pics? Women have no interest in dick pics. I have yet to meet a woman. That is said to me, I love it when I get dick pics. Sarah, what do you do when you get them? I love what you do. One of two things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Besides the block, well, that would be three. Uh, The third part is block and delete. Uh, The other other ones are either send them a picture of my shears, my professional shears, because I sew. Snip, snip, baby doll. Or Mm -hmm. I send the picture to my gay friends. And they rate it, and I send it back. I like that. <laughs> it's like, I do that. Hmm. just so that you know, there's been eight gay guys that just looked at your picture. So I hope that you're happy. And the next time that you send this picture around, uh, I'm going to copy it to your mom. Or put it on grinder. Or your sister. Yeah. And see, so I don't think your mom's going to like it too much that you're sending rando girls a picture of your penis. As I cute, know, cute little as it is. Yes, we still get pictures. Like that. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, being a nurse, and again, I don't look at people. They're, you know, when they don't have clothes on and compare or anything. Right. But I can no. see so many of them. Believe me, and it's not because I'm. It's because I work in the healthcare field, and you know what? There's nothing sexual for a woman to see something like that, and a lot of guys don't get that. Um, I find that gentlemen that have you know, been dating for quite a, lot, a while, not all of them, though. There's still a few. There's one we know in particular <laughs> who, <laughs> who, who is around our age and still likes to send them. And I just, I don't understand it. And, you know, to me, the other thing, my advice, 
I'm going to give because we like we said, that's why we're talking about love in the 21st century because we're finding, again, with this quick society, everybody's mm -hmm. expecting everything quick to happen. But you think about love, besides maybe if you've had a child and you've fallen instantly in love with your baby, I could understand. But romantic love takes mm -hmm. time to develop. Exactly. And you know, my mind. people will say to people that have been married for 50 or 60 or 70 years, how did this happen? Like, how did you stay together? Mm -hmm. Well, part of they'll say, you know, they I've heard there's one really cute couple on Facebook that's been married about 60 something years, you know, never go to bed angry, never, you know, we all hear that. But the other thing that you hear when people are really honest is we didn't give up. So when something maybe insurmountable happened, regardless of whether maybe the woman couldn't afford to take the kids and love on her own or mm -hmm. whatever it was, they stuck it out and they worked it out. Whereas I find nowadays, right away, somebody's out the door, they got another one in their bed. Like, yeah, instantaneous. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I don't get it. It's like everybody with these pictures, and I've had people ask me about, well, have you have you seen this or that? And it's mm -hmm. and it's like when I when I'm in you know dating or a new relationship and. And it's like, I don't really like the sexting thing, and here's why. You can accidentally send pictures of the wrong person. I mean, if you're in a long-term relationship with somebody and you're fooling around, cool. But if you're dating somebody and it's not a permanent thing, think about the implications on that. Some yeah. guy that you're not serious about or girl has a picture of your junk. Even if I'm serious, you know why I won't do it? is because i mean we talked about this last night on my show so yeah there was what about a couple of years ago when that happened to all those movie female movie stars that again were with their romantic partner had taken intimate pictures and deleted them thinking they were gone and somebody yep. uh, hacked into the the cloud and like once it's on there you're using your phone don't just believe it's going to be gone because you deleted it and you're right like there are a lot of people that get very vindictive especially if the relationship uh -huh. ends mm -hmm. you want that out there yes exactly and the other thing I was going to add with that romantic thing it's like take your time build up the romance like I, I was talking to John the other day I'm like we're talking about old-fashioned romance it's like dead in, in in most regards, remember back in the day when there was only snail mail and there was barely any telephones. If even before telephones, the 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 mail was shipped back and forth, and it would be months before you heard from your loved one. Mm -hmm. And all you could do is pine for them and write them beautiful letters and poetry and talk about how much you miss them and tell them about your day. Back when people really lived their lives, mm -hmm. and and then when you got together with them, it wasn't wham bam, thank you, ma'am. You cherished. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they they didn't do it because my my great grandmother even had stories, mm -hmm. but at the same at the same time they worked up to it. Mm -hmm. It's like Laura Lee and I were even talking about this uh, the other day. It's like, why would you skip? you know, skip the steak and go straight for dessert. I can see if you're on death row, but, but why do something and go straight for the crotch when there's so much hotter stuff that you can prolong? Mm -hmm. If you've never had tantric sex, mm -hmm. you don't know what you're missing. Mm -hmm. you, you, I mean, I mean, you don't need to get into like sting level of, of stuff, but if you know how to use foreplay and all this other stuff make out. I mean basic kissing and making out with your loved one and and you know your partner or whatever 
can be so hot and nobody does it anymore. Nobody. It's like quick peck on the cheek, wham, bam, we're done in two minutes. Let's watch a movie. Uh Uh-uh. And there's no judgment here for anybody that decides they want to do something. I do want to read Howie's few points here. Uh, Hitman, he had said, uh, that makes no sense. The picks, any man who has to do this is either low self-esteem or has um, have an id issue or ID issue. Um, Mm -hmm. And he also added, then AOL screwed us all. Access and information passing. I agree. Mm-hmm. And instant karma went, LOL, sting. <laughs> hey, <laughs> especially being in the industry he's in, like that man's been with that woman for how long? Is it perfect? No, nobody's relationship is perfect. And this isn't, we're not sharing this to, uh, you know, pass judgment on anybody. No, we're, just, we're just talking about. We're yeah. meeting so many people, even personally or professionally, that are having a lot of issues and wondering why they're not meeting that. And I hate when people do this, but I'm going to do it with the quotations. They're soulmate. And the reason I, you know, so we really sat and had a conversation about this. And again, um, if there's anybody listening, that doesn't know what tantric sex, uh, sex is, it's delayed gratification basically. And yes. everything else connecting on a soul level, like on a, it's, it's so such a deep energetic type of thing it's not a hippie guru kind of Mm -hmm. thing it's been around for eons but Mm -hmm. you know that's what happens and then i'm gonna get gross here not really gross but um with all these reality shows the dow loves to watch especially over in the uk um they've got you know it's called geordie shores and you're watching these people uh doing the nasty and every single one of them there's nothing to it it's just like like a battering ram and done and over or but then again you know there's some mystery to even you know trying to i don't want to say entice i want to say you know but basically being even looking sexual but when you've got what what is that show called sarah we were talking about it that they're trying to find their perfect mate to go on a date with but they're naked oh, on uh, you, naked naked and afraid or naked and what is it called um dating i think and yeah it, it, god there's no mystery. You don't <laughs> think Naked I- 90 Day Fiance, that would be a show. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, I, the point I'm trying to make is, and the thing I did love is they had every age, every size and shape of body, which is a beautiful thing I do love about UK reality TV. Not everybody's a model. But right. the thing is, there's the mystery. Like you've already picked somebody out because you've seen their junk and it goes up by <laughs> levels and, and then you go on a date. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. It's like, I don't, it's like, I want to fall in love with somebody, their whole entire person. I don't want to fall in love with, with the sex part because the sex part is the cherry on the cake. It shouldn't be the reason why you're together. Yeah. Because when you're old and, and gray or whatever, you're when that is, you know, gone, even though I've got people that tell me that even into their 90s, they were still doing it, mm-hmm. that, that uh, you know, you've got to be looking across the breakfast table from that person. So you got to have something to talk about. So aside from, you know, the obvious, what else do you have in common? Well, my point has always been, and if somebody comes to me for a reading and they're open to it, some of the advice I give them, and of course, I don't, I'm not perfect. I don't have perfect relationships. I've been divorced before too, but some of the things that I've found have really worked well is you don't only have to love someone. I think you really have to like them. 
because whether you hit the seven year itch or you've been together for so many years, there comes a point in time where things get a cooling off period, if you will. But you know what, if you really like each other or you were friends with each other before, you've got something more to build on. And I, I find a lot of people I've met, myself included, when you've been friends with somebody for a while, you not only you don't just know them on an intimate level or relationship level in the way of romance or romance. You're you know them as a friend. You know what their interests are, what yours are. I think I've just found myself included, but other people I've talked to. There's a lot more security in your partner too because you knew each other as mm-hmm. friends first. There was never just a romantic partner. Right. Saying every relationship starts out that way, but people that are looking for a lasting, loving relationship or a life partner that that really does help. I think. What's your thoughts? And and yeah, that I agree with all of those things. It's like you have to have something, something besides the physical attraction because obviously you've got to be attracted in some way mm-hmm. to something about the person. Otherwise, it's just not going to be that hot. Because otherwise, I mean. Come on, if you could get you could get off on a doorstop if you really had to, but at the same time, no serious. See, let's be adults here. Come on, it doesn't take or much. Adult just... has said, <laughs> walk in a bar and pick up a guy than it is for a guy to pick up a woman, and I have to agree. <laughs> it's like it, it phone is. somebody. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Cyber sex has actually taught somehow to energy transfer, even though they had or have no clue. Pick for pick and the energy transfer catch 22. And then he put ironic. But you are right about that, that Howie. And then he said, I totally agree. Instant karma. Uh, he put, well, a few reality shows and a culture that doesn't care anymore doesn't mean that romance and chivalry are dead. Some of us are still old school. And those are the people we're talking to, Instant Karma, because there's a lot of people that, yeah, exactly what you said. They they want these things. And then I have even heard of uh, a lot of gentlemen out there that have really tried to, like, open the door for a woman or, you know, some of these old school type things. And you'll get um, your, your dates and... I can open my own door. I can do, you know what? How about just sit back and enjoy it? You know what? Or your chair pulled out. I love when somebody does that for me, but I know that it's bit some uh, men that I've heard from that has bit them in the ass when they've done it. And that's really unfortunate because not everybody's like that. Not every person is a feminazi. Mm-hmm. And and you just got to test the waters, and, and it's once again it comes down to that communication thing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're dating somebody or prospectively dating your or whatever, and um, like scoot ahead and and like open the door, and and if she decides to bark at you, and then just like you know just say, well, I was raised to open the door, and I I, I apologize if that offends you, but that's kind of a thing I'm not going to stop doing. <laughs> has sent flowers to girls that he's dated before and they have been awful to him about sending them because I remember we've been together almost 12 years and and I said to him you know why don't I don't expect them but you know once in a while it's so nice to get flowers and he told me some of the horror stories that had happened to him sending a girl flowers which you know 
I love his mom. Um, she's a nurse like I am. And I've known his family my whole life. His mother had three boys. She raised them, you know, to be nice, nice guys. And then when you get that to bite you in the butt, well, you kind of don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and it's unfortunate, but you know, I think that comes part and parcel to, I was going to add that if you are looking to meet, you know, your soulmate or the person that you really, really, you know, you want to spend the rest of your life at, maybe really look down at yourself about who you are. What do you want? And that's part of what I tell people in a reading. Put down what are you looking for? And not so much physical, but the attributes. One of the books I always suggest, and you brought it up last night, Sarah, is the five languages of love. Mm -hmm. Look how you like to express love because you know I find so many partners a lot of them why we break up myself included you don't feel appreciated you don't feel heard and then the other person will say well well I tell you I love you all the time but their language for love is doing things for you rather than saying it or somebody's a gift buyer that they you know what I'm saying so even if you can break that down about how do you express love what are you looking for in a relationship? I mean, you can put all the physical attributes mm-hmm. you want, and there has to be attraction, like Sarah said, but there's going to come a day when you're all old and gray, and it's really, you need to fall in love with what's inside. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the sex part is the bonus part, kiddos, is, is that, you know, if you can find some kind of attraction and, and not be so visceral and now, now, now with the, it's like if you if you think that that there's no no way that you know an adult woman is just going to be sitting there and go yeah like I don't get you know horny or whatever of course we do of course we do but I'm not going to go running out and just hump anybody because I I can no hell no that's just I was not raised that way number one number two I I still have some self respect left in my life. <laughs> Well, like we said, though, Sarah, if that's what some people need in their yeah. life, it's okay, too. But yeah, we're... then do that because it works for you. But, but what we're talking about is, especially if you live in a smaller community, like I live in Thunder Bay in Canada here. We've got like 100,000, 110,000 people. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem, right? Like we're going to be going through the gamut of people out there that are in Tinder or whatever else. Eventually, you know, it gets around like this girl's up relationship material or this guy or whatever it gets around whether it's true or not mm-hmm. and like I say it's all about instant gratification and there's lots of other things that you can do for a relationship isn't working and the other yeah. person be open to working on the relationship yeah. that gets help exactly the, oh sorry there was just one other thing I wanted to add that drives it's a pet peeve of mine mm-hmm. is how many people will say well I put so many hints out there. They should have picked it up or they should just know me well enough. They should know this. Well, guess what, folks? Most people don't read minds. I would say 99% of night, even if you're psychic, you're not going to yep. psychic thing on your partner all the time. You got to tell them whether mm-hmm. it comes to sex, whether it comes to you're not feeling appreciated. And there's, um, it, you can go on and on. There's a loving way to do it. There's a nagging way to do it. There's a way that'll invite confrontation. Mm-hmm. But if, able to have a discussion with your partner and that's something you need or write a letter if that's what you got to do if you know it's going to end up in a discussion I've done that with my partner there's been some hot button topics I know will end up in a you know a bit of a disagreement so Mm -hmm. yeah read each other back it's a letter but you know what you can't argue with the letter you got to read it you got to hear what they have to say 
Exactly. And and we come back again, boomerang to communication. And I was saying that Laura Lee's reading my mind again, because if you're in a relationship, let's say, and you've been in a relationship, you feel it's stagnant. And there's so many apps out now here in the 21st century, good old 21st century. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that, oh, it's okay to cheat on your spouse because they're never going to know about it. And we've got all these apps that help you do it. And it's just so cool. It, it's not cool to hump around on your spouse. Not unless you've got some kind of arrangement where that's cool. Because that's heartbreaking and gut-wrenching. And you may think that it's not like a physical, it, you're thinking that it's you're going to separate your married or your long-term relationship goals from sex and thinking that you're going to go hump whoever because you're because you're not getting what you want at home. Well, the key is you have that hot and cold running nay-nay there. So why are you not hitting it or finding a way to with communication? It's like, you know how many men I've talked to in council that <sighs> complain about their spouse or partner doesn't do this? their spouse or partner doesn't do that. And it's like, well, have you asked them if they yeah. would? Well, no, they should just do it. I'm like, you realize that some women, okay, I'm going to get graphic here for a second. I, I know you knew this was coming, Laura, that my mother didn't even, my mom was a virgin when she got married to my father and he was a sailor. Come on. That was, that was a weird arrangement, but she, she didn't even know what a blowjob was. There's still girls to this day that don't. And if you don't discuss that with your partner, if oral sex is something that you want, ladies, gentlemen, however you identify yourself, you need to talk about that with the partner that you have, not go seek it from some rando. Mm -hmm. Why don't you explore that with your partner and see where that goes? It's like, that's why your relationship or you have a relationship. Relationships are a two-way street. It's a give-take, not a take-take. It's like, you've got to learn to live and deal with each other and the things that you do it may not be that person's cup of tea but you know their birthday's got to happen sometime <laughs> well, I, I, I had some good point a good point here he said have they taken in consideration how their partner is feeling their health it's all in communication he said thumbs up and you're right about that that's what we were saying throughout this and it's so important is communication yeah. that was my point and you brought it up you know that you've heard from men and i'm hearing it from women you know too as well and, and but especially everybody assumes the other person knows what they want or what their feelings or their needs are because you've been together for 10 or 15 or 20 or even a year or two don't, don't, don't read minds and you know like i said i think you hit the nail on the head the amount of people that i've asked to and again in council or with um it usually comes up in a romance reading and and they'll say no well they should know well, obviously they don't know they're with you. I mean, you know, or even I, I like to say to people, you know, have you ever gone back to why you fell in love in the first place? What was it about your partner that made you fall in love with them in the beginning? Yeah. What turned your head the first time? What's changed? Is there mm -hmm. any way to go back to that starting over again? I mean, you can too. You can. There's no reason why. And I mean, I shouldn't say there is a reason if your partner's not willing to. But most people that have been together for a longer period of time, especially, um, 
you know, especially if there's family and whatever else involved, not everybody, I'm not categorizing everybody, but I'm saying there's a good portion that, you know what, they don't, they don't want to go through a divorce. They don't want to, you know, split up and start all over again and never mind everything else that goes with that. So, you know, talk to them. And if you can't do it, at least ask them if they're willing maybe to go see a counselor or a lot of people, if you don't have the money for a counselor, mm-hmm. uh, depending on if you're like with a religious affiliation or whatever it may be. Like I said, I'm not a certified counselor, but people come to me and I'm certainly not, you know, willing to, to work with them if they're open to what we're talking about. Am I perfect? No, none of us are perfect with the advice that we give, but sometimes it's so much easier having an objective person looking from the outside in, if you're willing to, to meet halfway and be honest about what you're going through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's like, even if, um, was it, uh, Howie or how, yeah, Yeah, Howie was saying that, um, and you touch, you're touching on it as well. It, It depends on how your partner's feeling and that communication thing. And, and thinking about not only how they're feeling, how you're feeling about it. And, if there's a way to make you feel better about certain aspects of your relationship and, and things like that, things that keep you, cause we're all human at base, right? We're always going to, you know, because I've, I've, I've talked to other people and that was freaking weird. Hang on. That was really weird. Did you see that? No. What? That was really weird. I can't see you in camera though, honey. Remember? Yeah. The, no, all of a sudden everything blanked out. I'll, I'll tell you about it later, but it was really okay. weird, but that was weird. I got um, one on with my camera. I can tell you that keep showing up, then disappearing, showing up then disappearing. And what I do want to add to that, Sarah, is um, actually how he added a few other things in instant karma. Uh, he said, what if their partner suffers from chronic migraines or physical mm-hmm. issues? Um, they're just not going to be in the mood if you will, if you will. Um, be there for them that will attract them more and you're right and honestly I can tell you Sarah and I both have chronic pain and we have really bad back issues mm-hmm. so you know sometimes you got to modify things a little bit or you know change things up a little bit but it doesn't mean that the person doesn't want to be there for you they just may mm-hmm. not be able to be when you want them to and I think that's an important point as well as um, instant karma added everyone comes to me for advice that um, I know how that goes and then mm-hmm. uh, how he added listen and understand how they feel that will attract them based on your emotional connection and I think mm-hmm. you hit the on the head how especially when it's a man with a woman mm-hmm. like said women are more emotionally connected they um, and including conversation that that's what women need sometimes too the big thing is and I even had to explain this to my partner the other day and I never do I never have to say this to him usually I just needed to vent I just needed mm-hmm. to be he was thinking I was asking for um, a solution and lots of times I do we we talk about things I ask for his perspective right ask for mine I just needed him to hear me vent so I I was frustrated mm-hmm. but she said I just need you to listen that's all I need you to do the one question I did want to ask uh, Instant Karma, though, you said everybody comes to you. Who do you go to when you need advice, though? We all mm-hmm. need someone to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, sorry. But, um, yeah, we like I said, that, that was, we were just talking about this and we were seeing, you know, always this instant gratification and yes. divorce rates going up and up and mm-hmm. up and up. Like I've honestly, I'll be honest with you folks. I have. Do I regret being with Adele? No, 
But I have honestly said to my ex-husband, had we not moved in this house with the energy and the paranormal activity in here, I often wonder if we would have got divorced because the weird thing was there was no problems till we moved into this house. Um, Come here. changed in personality, no energy, nothing. Then the minute he, he moved out, he was back to his old self. And um, yeah. I'm noticing that almost even um, energy-wise, too, with other people in my house. So I often wonder, had we not moved in here? But obviously, things are meant to be the way they play out. So who knows? But I, that's something mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. What's Mr. Doc doing? Oh, he's getting <laughs> in my my uh, broadcasting rig over across the room with my monster master computer. Uh, <laughs> he, he's picking at the, the mic screen. So I'm like, what that, you little booger. My, Doc's nickname is Booger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I call him Booger or Booger Butt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Booger, get back over here. <laughs> my, my puppy, my uh, 16-week-old German Shepherd puppy that's growing leaps and bounds. Uh, yeah, she she has literally turned my living room into a swimming pool with uh, potty training. She got my chair tonight. She went like Amber. Yeah, Amber. <laughs> She went dumpster diving in all the recyclables tonight. I think I cleaned them up. Oh my gosh. Oh, she's been a little monkey. She still has, she's still, she's a sock gobbler and an underwear gobbler, but she has (laughs) enough at least. (laughs) She's the underwear goblin. Mm -hmm. That's what I call her. She's a lot like my shepherd that passed away, Shiloh, actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah, even as a puppy, she's doing a lot of the same things that she did. And yeah, it's really, really, really weird, really strange. Um, I was going to say that Instacarma said I'm a classic guy. internalize it until I have to um, process it. You know what's interesting about you saying that, though, is that you recognize that. Right. So the partner that you're with, that would be something important to share, right? Because so they know I'm not purposely shutting you out. I need to internalize things until I'm ready to process them and then possibly share them. Mm-hmm. And um, Howie had said, we cannot change universal design and law. All things happen for a reason. They do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram said, my dog is eating the huge T-bone I had earlier. Oh, how cute. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and Howie yeah, went, tease me with your steak over there. Thanks. <laughs> and then Howie went underwear goblin. I think I need to make her a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> I'm a panty goblin. <laughs> the pan- well, not panty goblin. I live in a house with men. My underwear is in a, um, my place that eventually is supposed to You're be. You're the smart one. Husband. Yes. <laughs> That's better than having the panty crickets. That's better. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't, pl- I, like I said, my dog girl, elderly, I lost Shiloh three months ago. She was only nine. She wasn't that old. And then we lost Smiley. Uh, about going on three weeks ago she was barely 11 and then Monty is going to be 15 in March so we knew that we were going to be having this happen kind of in a conglomeration of losing our beloved fur doggies so that's why I said yes to this puppy but especially my oldest who's 24 going on 25 in July I tried to warn him because I've always trained the dogs we've had dogs since my kids have been babies and I said a puppy is it's like having a newborn with no diapers on and a mouthful of teeth from jaws that's basically what it is Mm -hmm. exactly yes (coughs) excuse me go ahead I I was just going to say with with all of the things that we have 
um, in this time period, it's like I was talking to Clarissa earlier briefly because I've been on the phone all day with industry junk because uh, I've got that big party at the end of the week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've actually got my hotel booked and everything. Woohoo! <laughs> how many times a day do we say we wish we lived next door to each other? <laughs> oh, we, I would either be at your house all the time, or it was more likely I'd be at your house because you constantly are doing the mom thing. And you could bring your cats too, because my and the cats, cats would come and play. <laughs> cats and dogs don't care. <laughs> exactly, they're like whatever. But you know the going through all of this and the, all the things that that you do and all the things that get offered to you on the daily and um, the things that are available to you now is just mind boggling. And it's like going through all of the different applications there are and the talking about the self gratification with, you know, like we joke around about Pornhub and stuff all the time. Read and it's my like, mind. Read exactly. my mind. People are like, you know, are like, oh, yeah, Pornhub this and Pornhub that. And it's like, yeah, it's all fun and games until you see your ex on Pornhub. <laughs> She's not on Pornhub, but Instant Karma, is, is his comment was, my recent ex-partner doesn't understand that. And she's known for like 10 years. And I'm so sorry about that. Um, instant karma because that's difficult especially if you're trying to explain that and you're two different type of people the way you communicate i sorry i didn't mean to put the association between x with porn hub i not that you were saying that but (laughs) but yeah but it's true though because i've actually seen x's or people that i know on (laughs) on porn hub and i'm like what the crap because i get these emails from people i'm like did you see this mm-hmm. and i'm like we joke around because with the people that we get together with uh, like we've mentioned before it's like yes this <laughs> this episode is brought to you by pornhub <laughs> <laughs> we should get pornhub sweatshirt <laughs> but uh the appropriation of instant gratification in these days it's like porn is it's like if you say that you're an adult and you've never seen porn i'd like to see the rock that you live under I really would. But how easy it is to get now. Like my, my, my ex-husband, so straight laced. I couldn't believe when I found out he had all these porn tapes. All the guys used to come and see them. The worst one, and I'm sorry, I have to bring it up because I still laugh my butt off. If you ever get a chance to see genital hospital. (laughs) I can only imagine. Oh, exactly. And hey, maybe you've never watched porn with your partner. That's something that can spice things up. Um, can, unless they're super prudy. That's a good way to find out if they are. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm getting weirded out by this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I had another point, too, that I brought up with a friend of ours recently was the fact that I had said, you know, we, I think we were talking about, you know, sex with a relationship and long term. And, you know, they were suggesting, well, you could always spice things up. And I said, okay, put it this way. Your spouse comes home and you're being intimate. You've been together, what, 10, 15 years and all of a sudden starts pulling out all these new moves. What's the first thing you're going to think? Where did they learn that? And they didn't exactly. quite have to be like, I don't um, think they, I, they, um, <laughs> I turned it that they had brought the moves home. And I said, what do you think your spouse would think? Well, I think they'd be okay with it. I said, well, let's turn this around. It's you and your spouse comes home and tries these moves on you, like I originally explained. And they went, oh, yeah, I would. 
But that's where communication comes in too, right? Maybe mm-hmm. like one of the best questions I think you could ask your your partner, and again, I'm not shy about talking about sex or anything like that, but asking them, is there something you've always wanted to do that we've never tried? That'll yeah, open up you, you would be, a, a, and not to be gross, but I'm not going to mention anything, but you probably, Lori, think of probably along the same lines. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to spice things up. Put your toe in the water and, yeah. and think about something that you guys have never done before and try it. And I'm not saying go all out. I'm yeah. saying dip your foot in the pool. The and you know. no. <laughs> if I would do it full bore, don't try that first thing. Don't. Did they say, would Seraphine do this? Yeah, she probably would. Should I do the full? No. No, don't do that. Start with the small part. <laughs> Start, start with a small bite first and see if you like it. No, and but then why, Yeah, exactly. But that's why I said have that conversation because exactly. <laughs> say if you're watching, oh, bless you. Say you're watching, <laughs> or you're, bless you again, or you're watching uh, something else and you, I think I'll try that later. You know, that does kind of, especially since we had brought up about cheating earlier. And you know, you're not cheating, but the thing is, the person, your your partner may think, like, where did this come from? I've never seen this before. And something, no. um, not to interrupt your thought, I was just, I wanted to throw it out there because it's been at my brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're, we're all adults here, right? So um, we need to get past the thing of being jealous. I hate, one of the reasons, Lorley and I have a friendship and I have, her and I both have very few female friends That's and we have a lot of male friends Mm -hmm. and um the reason why that is is because women are so jealous and so hurtful of each other Mm -hmm. and um the one thing that we need to do as as humanity is that realize that you're human flesh and bone first Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be perfect and it's like i've got this friend who uh recently started dating somebody i guess they've been together almost two years now and they're getting serious and she got really really super upset because he looked at a girl when they went to the bar. We've got these bars here beyond Hooters. It's called Twin Peaks. It's like Hooters for, for, um, I guess West, West coast, uh, (laughs) upper West coast. So, um, so Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. So think Hooters with, with with shorter shorts and lower cut uh, tank tops. And she's like, I'm like, so you're going to take your boyfriend to a place where obviously there's lots of eye candy and you're going to, you're going to smack him for looking. Hey, I say go out for appetizers, come home for dinner. That's exactly. my thing. Yeah, me too. But the thing is, but what, would you take Dell to a place like that and say, don't look? No, I probably, no, not at all. I'd have no problem. But that but would this- be awkward that would be putting your, your, I've gone your- to, I've gone to a strip bar with him before and, and it's oh, I've been to strip clubs too. It's fun. But yeah. at the same time, you can't be jealous. You can't be, I mean, you have to get solid in your enough in your relationship to realize that just because somebody looks at another person doesn't mean that they're lusting after them. Maybe they're appreciating just the way they look. I mean, like I said, you're a warm blooded human being. You can go to the edge of your chain and bark, you know? The way I look at it is, and we've had this conversation is, you know, the opposite sex is here to be appreciated. Like I said, that's where that saying came from. I have a few sayings. Like I say, girl code, thy shall not touch thy best friend's 
man or whoever yeah, that right. is just my code with my friends and yeah. I buy it and um but I trust my partner um as far as I know he trusts me we've had this conversation but um I don't have a problem if he looks at other women the way I look at it is hey you can look all you want you're going home with me that's where it came from that uh go out for appetizers come home for dinner go out the exactly. boys and, and harmless flirting harmless flirting doesn't hurt either so am I. It's no big deal. It's no big deal, guys and dolls. It's no big deal unless it goes a little bit too far. And then, But you guys decide how far that is. Mm -hmm. It's your relationship, your terms, and if something's not cool. But you need to understand that you're two autonomous human beings at the same time that have a, a relationship together. Mm -hmm. So some things will be okay, some things will not be okay, and everything else is compromised. Well, I have met, and again, this is some women uh, that have considered if their partner went to a strip bar or were looking at porn or, you know, naked women or whatever it may be, that that's, that's cheating. And it's like, how is that cheating? And second of all, <laughs> I've got a story for I that. That, and then I've had to ask them, have you ever been to a, a strip bar? God, no, I'd never go. Well, I said, well, then how can you say that? Why don't you go and actually see what happens there? I think it'll really ease your mind, first of all. Second of all, uh, how are they cheating? Like, you're human. You know, you're with somebody for the rest of your life or however long you are in a committed relationship. But you're not uh, in prison. I mean, like I say, yeah, there's always going to be hot, good-looking other people, younger people than you. And you know what? I think that comes also, I kind of added that and we got off to another topic, about self-love. Mm -hmm. So I, I always say the other thing I suggest to people is if you are on your own right now and you're hoping to meet that significant other, this is a perfect time to work on yourself. Learn how to yeah. love yourself. Yeah. I think always wanted to do but you were never able to before if you were in a relationship or mm -hmm. maybe you didn't have the courage who knows you might meet the love of your life say you've always wanted to learn how to make pasta for example or go skydiving or whatever mm -hmm. who knows you might meet the love of your life there you got something mm -hmm. in common you got an interest obviously exactly mm -hmm. and 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 with that not just love yourself but love yourself wholly and, and, you know, maybe you'll give yourself time to learn about yourself, you know, like things that you like, more things that you like, because you'd be surprised at people that don't realize, aside from certain manual things, that, that they only think that they like this or that. And it's like, well, did you ever try reading a book about this or the other thing? Because, you know. Or looking in the mirror, somebody asked yeah recently actually she was a guest on chip show chip reckenthal's show yesterday she's a good friend of mine and she's really talented uh, numerologist she doesn't call herself a psychic she'd blow your mind with your birth date giving you the info that she does and she was the one that had asked me this and she's i always say she's 72 years young she's an absolute riot a hoot but i think you know with age comes wisdom and she said <coughs> this to me she said have you ever actually looked in the mirror and asked yourself who am i most of us don't do that. Like we think we know who we are, but really look at yourself inside and out. Look at some of the things that may be your pet peeves. Why do they bother you? Or, you know, why some of the things that, you know, maybe if it was an issue the last time in a relationship, I mean, it always takes two. But, you know, take some ownership about where your part was and was it something maybe that you could improve on even? Or that's the perfect time is to work on yourself when you're, when you're, what you want to say in between relationships or if you're single and you're looking for that person, you have the love of your life. It really mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. 
It definitely. And it just, you know, I've said this and I'll, I'll continue to say it is that the more you love yourself, the more you make it easier for other people to love you. Absolutely. You got to be settled in yourself before you beca- become settled and saddled with somebody else because you can't really know how to love somebody else if you don't love yourself. And I know people are like, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, maybe that's one of those things you need to learn when you're, you have a moment to yourself. It's one of the hardest things is learning to love yourself. And we don't always all love ourselves. None of Mm -hmm. us do. We all have that. But the reason why I brought that up is I think that that's really where a lot of jealousy comes from. Mm -hmm. Lack of, of confidence, lack of even knowledge. Like I said, if there's certain things that are, you know, triggers for you that bring up jealousy, really taking a look at why that makes you feel that way. Um, I mean, it's really difficult to say if you've had a partner, though, that has cheated on you and you've decided to make it work. I mean, then there involves trust issues, all kinds of things. I can understand that. But if you're just a really jealous person, why? I always think the tighter you hang on to someone, it's almost like that peppy little pew with the the cat who's hanging on and squeezing and the cat's trying to get away, right? You got to allow your your partner's freedom, I think. You can't, you know, there's no, you can't hang on to them and have them on a short leash. I'm sorry, but I don't think that ever, ever works on both part, whether it's male or female. What's your thoughts? Mm-hmm. And no, the, the hanging on too tight thing and being codependent is, 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 and a lot of, and I'm seeing a lot of this now, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more. And I don't know if it's because I'm more conscious of it or it it's because it is that, that there's a lot of people that are in super codependent relationships. And it's like, I'm, I'm glad that you have a relationship, but is that really love if you guys are, are holding each other up at the apex because you're too scared to not be together or to be alone with yeah. yourself in silence with your own thoughts? Mm-hmm. Think about it. I just seen somebody talking about that, that whether you want to meditate or what you want to do, but just even taking time every day to be able to be able to sit alone (coughs) with your thoughts. (coughs) Instant Karma is quoting you almost here. He said, my Zen quote of the day is that one must know themselves first before one can love thyself. And I think that that's a really great quote. You are absolutely right. I could not agree more with that. How about you, sir? Yeah. You got to know yourself and yet you know yourself, love yourself. You know, it's a lot of these things take time and maybe you're not going to get it this time around. Maybe not at all. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Or, or you get people that think, you know, that you got to rush into a, a sexual relationship or they're going to leave you. I've seen that not just with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the thing is, you know what? Like, I really believe that, that yes, you know, with dating or, or people have a role. We don't sleep together till the third date or whatever. To me, go with the flow with who the person is, your connection, your your attachment. But the other part is there is some mystery to building up to that. I really, really mm-hmm. believe that. There is. Delaying self-gratification, you know. And again, like I said, that's what made us really decide to talk about this tonight was because it doesn't matter what you do. You can practically have it in a second at your doorway, whether mm-hmm. it's on prime whether it's uh you know ordering food for delivery it's there in a second whether apps where mm-hmm. it doesn't what it is you 
you can have it in a second. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's the part. I think there's still a lot of people out there wanting to meet that person to spend the rest of their life with and love. Mm-hmm. And um, again, like I hope that I don't know if we're missing anything here, Sarah, but I think like I always try and tell people use that point in time if you are single and you're looking to meet someone like before mm-hmm. I met my first husband I was single for three three and a half years and I gotta tell you that was the most fun in my entire life um got lot do a lot of things I never would have been able to do as well so when I should you know suggest these things that's why I suggest them because this is the time you've got no attachment even if you've got kids or whatever you got, you know, time to spend with your kids or maybe take a trip with your kids or whatever it may be that you weren't able to do if you were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I really appreciate everybody's comments tonight. We've got some guys and some women in the mm-hmm. chat room and it's kind of nice to have all your feedback. You guys are part of the show tonight. Yes, thank you guys. Mm-hmm. And adding your perspective, because we can give you a woman's perspective, or we can give you the perspective of, you know, say, whoever we spoke to from the opposite sex, but having you guys here adding your perspective really helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, talking about perspective, and we touched on it a little earlier, bless you, um, that, uh, that you're de- <laughs> going back to the Clinton administration, your definition of is or what sex actually <laughs> the act of sex is when you're in a, a committed relationship or a, yeah. or or going towards being in a committed relationship. Say mm-hmm. it's not your life partner, but it's your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And um, I had a situation where it, it went down to something really horrible because I was in a relationship and um, I just left because uh, uh, I was in Denver with my boyfriend who's an, who was an artist um, in Denver. And uh, so, and I, and I live in Washington and my commuter flights were like nothing. So I was over there when I could be there. Right. Well, he went to his birthday party or whatever. And I'd actually been dating him for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was a significant birthday and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, go out with your friends too do fun stuff or whatever. And then I get this phone call from his buddy telling me how drunk this, you know, the person is, I'm not going to name names just in case. But um, the thing that killed it for me is uh, for, I mean, looking is one thing. Flirting is okay. The whole thing. But this guy went and got a BJ from one of the hosey beasties in the bar who was one of his groupies. I get it. I get it. I've dated a lot of people who have notoriety. I get it. You've got groupies. It doesn't bother me. But when they're touching your genitalia with their face, that is sex. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's it. I'm good. You have fun with herpes. I am out. (laughs) I don't know where you've been now points to make from that and shadow designs with yuck absolutely exactly big yuck gross but you know what some people have open relationships but like you said share well i most people i know myself i'm i'm not i'm a committed relationship type of person but if you're a snake at the bar no that's i meant but what i was gonna say if you're okay with that that's great but the point looking back now is you you look back right sarah and you knew that person wasn't the right person for you to be with. And yeah. second, well, thank God you never got married and this happened oh. and had a couple of kids. Yeah. Or, yeah. 
Because <laughs> it, yeah, it came close to that. Because we were getting, we were serious on and off for like a few years. And, right. and I'd broken up with them and gotten <laughs> back together with them. Bless you, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but, and then that happened. And then, you know, I was so upset. And then I was, I went and took a long drive. I actually went up to the top of Mount Baker in the middle of the night. And I spent the sunrise sitting on the top of the mountain because I was angry. And I'm like, I've got to get over this before he sobers up and calls me and, oh, I'm sorry. And I've got to figure out what I'm going to say. And I'm like, it's like for me, because I'm a no drama kind of person, it's like I, I can't for me, I just can't get over that, that I'm not going to get over it very easily. Did you know? <laughs> to bring up with this is when something like that happens say like it did to you Sarah or somebody else the first thing we want to do is blame ourselves like what's wrong with me uh-huh, that's the first thing that I did that's why I went up the, the mountain angry I'm like I got to think about this and that's, <laughs> that's human nature but you know what like you were a good partner to him I could tell from what you were saying it takes two to tangle yes but when somebody does something like that that is on them Mm -hmm. It's not not on you. And um, I know we talked about if you're in a relationship and rather than, you know, heading off somewhere else, talk about it with your partner and kind of thing. But regardless of what that was, that's not because of you. Mm -hmm. You That's somebody else's issue with ego, with lack of Mm -hmm. self-confidence, whatever it is. Um, It was all ego. That's what that was. It usually is. It wasn't you. And, and that's something to remember. It's a fine line between ownership about when you break up with somebody when somebody cheats on you. Mm-hmm. And usually what it is about uh, is that, the, oh God, this chair's making all kinds of noises tonight. Um, what it's about is it's usually because they're, you know, there's a lack of communication or they're not happy at home or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And if that comes a point in time where you either got to look at, you know, is it time to end the relationship? Is there anything else we can do with it? Or because the other person it happens to really does, it does break their hearts. And it, mm-hmm. why wouldn't it, you, you know, when you're in a loving relationship, regardless whether you're married or not, and you've been together for a while, you know, you give the person your heart. And I think people mm-hmm. forget that sometimes that, you know, at least I do when I love somebody and I'm with them. Mm-hmm. Art, and I don't take that lightly. I don't hand that out that easily. And I don't think most people do either. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought that I was going to try to forgive this person because I was really close to him and, and all this other stuff. And, and, and he kept calling me back and, and tried to get me to come, come out and, and stuff like that. And I just was like over it. I'm like, you know, I tried to make this work. And I broke up with you and I, we went, got back together because, you know, I felt really close to him and everything. And then that happened. And then I'm like, you know, and he's like, well, she didn't, she doesn't mean anything to me. And I'm like that line right there. She doesn't mean it. So I'm glad that you treat human beings like receptacles. That's awesome. So that just makes that okay. No, absolutely not. It's like, uh, you I had to think of this person as a human because I actually knew the person who did it. I don't know her, know her, but I actually know of her. And um, I've actually, our paths have crossed on lovely social media. And fortunately she didn't say anything because I was getting right. It's like, dude, because I don't like to kiss and tell. I don't. 
Um, but at the same time, if you're going to cross my path, I might say something super snarky. <laughs> I mean, you know, I not. it still hurts. But look where you are now. You know what? Yeah. I married that person. Years later. Look at that years <laughs> later. And you're with a wonderful person. And then that's the thing. If we can look back and like, that's what I was talking about, you know, learning from those relationships, even about knowing what you will and won't accept and being honest about that, because, you know, for some people, I, I don't know many, but some may not consider that cheating, you know? Yeah. Some people don't, which I think is kind of interesting, but okay. Or the other end of the spectrum. I've met some that think that just going to a strip bar or looking at porn is cheating. So I think you got to have a clear, open dialogue yeah. discussion. About yes. That's important. What your definition is. Cause for the longest mm -hmm. time, and, and I, I think I, I keep hearing I had said this, that if I was really, really drunk, I don't, I don't even drink, you know that, Sarah, you know me well enough, but I had said this to the doll in the beginning of a relationship and something ever happened, I wasn't responsible for what happened when I was drinking. And I kept saying, I would never have said that. I would never have said that. <laughs> we had the disagreement about that for the longest time because of course you're still responsible. So I, w I was thinking that we've been talking about such, 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 um, you know, kind of bumper kind of things. There are positive things, though, like I said, about being single or and, yeah. and with the holiday season coming with instant exactly. gratification. Do you, um, what about any good apps out there? There's some really good couples apps and there's some really good mm -hmm. fun apps even out there that mm -hmm. um, can help, not just Tinder and Grinder, which we're talking about. Yeah, Grinder for couples. <laughs> no thanks. Uh. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in finding. Um, whether it's a group or you've got a group in your city or whatever, if you've got an area of interest of something, of being able to meet people with like-minded interests that, uh, you know, you can connect with people that way if you're looking to meet someone. The other thing, too, is, and like I said, I think the reason why we're talking about this with the holidays coming, a lot of people really, really get down about this, especially if they're not with a significant other. Have you found that, too? Yeah, because I used to be that person. Uh, and, and, and we don't get to spend a holiday together, but maybe, you know, we can do something over Skype because I would, for those of you that, that don't know, because I, I really don't talk a lot about my personal life other than my family, my, my mom and my sister. But uh, that with my recent uh, relationship status, that... <laughs> That I will be going. Uh, and I up love him. He's oh, awesome. He is very awesome uh, uh, and handsome and uh, very smart. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very brilliant person. Um, but Jeez, at this not committing at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm winking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I am. No, but, but you've been in that spot before. And, you know, Oh, go ahead. Well, you were going to say something and I ended up talking. Sorry, but you've been yeah. in that spot when you were on your own. And there are things you can do that you don't have to feel like you are. Yeah. And, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that it's it's a precarious spot to be in even now because I've got to. And the thing that gets me is um, that I purposefully wear a wedding ring. And it's not really a wedding ring. If you look at close glance, it's a three stone ring. Um, it's not really a wedding ring. <laughs> yeah. But it keeps people away. 
it, it's enough to keep most people away. And I've I've worn it for five years. Do you find it works? Because I'm the opposite. I find if I'm well, I don't wear a wedding ring anymore. I I've shared this before. Mm-hmm. I have a, Adele and I have matching tattoos. But whenever I wore a wedding ring, I swear to God, it was like a magnet. <laughs> you always get guys try to pick me up because I had on a wedding ring. It seemed like it was so odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people see it as a challenge, but with the different the challenge, pers- yeah, challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, different personalities. Because you're, like I said, I'm not getting down on myself, Laura. Is like you're a lot friendlier personality than I am. Because when I say f off it's pretty permanent it's like yeah it, it just get, i'm good i'm good i really don't need you hitting on me right now uh <laughs> but i've done this trick and the, one of the reason ladies uh that because uh, a lot of people find it important and I, and I thought that this was important to me because i wasn't i thought that it was something that i needed because when you go into the perspective of your life and you think that you need the traditional items as a, as a female person that I never got a diamond ring. And so I bought myself two of them. Uh, yeah. And one of these days I'll get seven rings and, and then we'll split them. Uh, <laughs> like every year in the grande, but uh, yeah, there you go. The thing is, is <laughs> right. But, but the thing is you, you fill your life with stuff because you think that the stuff is going to be the thing that helps you through the hurdles, the like the holidays or the feeling lonely or the feeling like, you know, like when I lay in bed and I feel cold and alone. And, and it's true. I mean, I feel pretty alone most of the time and it sucks. It really does suck a lot. And you got to get your head around that. And it's hard. And I'm not just going to say ladies, it's for guys too. And, but you can't. And I realized that with the rings and the other stuff that I buy, that the traditional items that I thought that I wanted in my life that would make things better, it didn't. The only thing is, is that uh, it's pretty impressive. But at the same time, it doesn't do anything for me mentally. Does it, does it improve me spiritually? No, it doesn't do any of those things. So what you need to surround yourself with is good friends. Yes. So that you can reach out to those good friends, mm-hmm. male or female, and the trust that you have with those friends, especially this time of year when you start getting, you know, the, the teensiest things sometimes can be triggers. I know what you're going to say. I think you're reading my mind. So the letters, the letters that come with all the glowing pictures about the family and how amazing and they've got this perfect Christmas card. One of my friends that was single and had two dogs said, I think I can take a picture of me and my dogs and send out a letter like that to everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I get umpteen of those like you guys probably get a whole bunch and or you get the 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 yearly email and I never will ever, ever. No. I should probably like take a picture of my two cats together and say, make grandiose stories about, and Doc started second grade. And, <laughs> and he went through trophies at school. Exactly. And his and, catathon. <laughs> exactly. His tricathlon. Yeah. And, and you know, it, he's go- and Juju's finishing law school because in cat years, she's 65. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
my God. See, that's the thing I've never done to people. And I remember I didn't get married till later in life. And I'd be at family things. And when are you going to get married? And say to my parents, I'm not Italian, but my parents had a lot of Italian friends, especially, you know, you need to marry her off. And you, why? I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm perfectly all right. Or the thing people always ask is, when are you going to have kids? Especially if you, even if you're a couple, are you not? That's nobody's business. You realize that's like asking somebody, are you having sex? <laughs> Why don't you just, hey, pass the gravy. Are you guys effing? Yeah, <laughs> and I've actually said that to a few people before. The reason why I'm sensitive about it is um, I've had infertility issues. I used to run an infertility support group in my city, and you know it's proven whether you have them or not. But especially if you're trying to have kids, it's completely out of your control. It's as stressful. They've measured uh, akin to somebody be given the diagnosis of actually a terminal illness. That's how much stress it can create in someone's life. And, you know, you got expected to go there and be happy for everybody and smile. And so, like I said, I don't ask people, when are you having kids? I don't ask people when they're getting married. I don't ask people anything like that. It's none of my business as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, if I'm being a good friend, hey, how are you? How you doing? You know, and talk about other stuff. I don't even have big family things anymore I used to. And you know what? I like it. It's a lot less stressful. I have time to spend it with the people I want to spend it with. And don't get me wrong. Um, no, I'm not hating on my family. I don't see my my close family for personal reasons. And uh, don't miss it. Don't miss all the running around and all that stuff. And even if I was on my own, I'd be okay with that. Because half the time I'm talking to you or talking to somebody else. And I, I like to give people, everybody in my house, their space. If they want to spend time with me, great. And if they don't, that's okay, too. But if you're on your own, just remember this. We brought this up before, guys. That, you know what? Reach out to your friends. doesn't matter where they live. That's why we have Skype. We have things like that. Have a party online with them. Why not? Get together, have a couple drinks. We do that, don't we, Sarah? You live in South Florida. I live yeah. way up in North Canada. We've got one that lives out in the East Coast, one that lives out in the West Coast. We all get together and have drinks. Have a good yeah. time together, do whatever. we've. And you know what? I think if you can spend it with people that make you happy, that aren't going to ask you those kind of questions, or, you know, even if you, you're feeling kind of lonely, and I'm not trying to be facetious here, but even think about it. How many times have you had to share a bed with someone? You got to listen to snoring, everything else. You got your bed. Oh, God. Oh, you got. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's like, you know, I've never gotten a bigger bed than it, the only time I've ever gotten huge beds is when I go, because I do a lot of traveling, as, as most of you know. Lord knows, but I. I do a lot of traveling and usually the king size beds are usually in the suites that I get when I travel. I sleep in a queen size bed as tall as I am. And anybody else who's ever been in bed with me, it's like, I'm over at the tippy end most corner on the, yeah. if I'm, I'm standing there. I'm on like the, if the bed is facing out, I'm on my right side. So that's the side that I sleep on and I keep the other side. And they're like, you don't sleep in the middle of the bed. I said, I never have because when I grew up, my bed was pushed against the wall. So yeah. I slept against the wall. Didn't you when you were a kid? I did. <laughs> and we had bunk beds for the longest time. And so I slept against the wall. And and so I've always slept on the right side of the bed. And and people are like, that is just weird. But you get these little idiosyncrasies. And it's like, and then you get with somebody and they're like, well, what side of the bed do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. What side of the bed do you want? 
Yeah, that's funny when you have that conversation and the doubt is he cannot sleep against the wall. And it'd be so much easier for me to get in and out of bed, but made the compromise and I don't care where I, I guess actually I prefer not being on the edge I told you what happened when I was four years old with the paranormal my first experience mm-hmm. that, that thunderstorm and my bed was in the middle of the bedroom with the end up against one wall mm-hmm. and something grabbed me so <laughs> I liked having an open side to sleep against so if there's a wall yeah I take the wall <laughs> Yeah, like the yeah. the last time I got grabbed and dragged, and it's just like, and you just sometimes there's just some ownership with with having the stuff around that you do, and it's like, well, something that eventually is going to reach out and grab me, even if I tried to lay in the middle of the bed, it would just be weird. Carmen <laughs> says he doesn't sleep in the middle either. So I guess I never really thought about that because sometimes I'll complain when I'm trying to get out of bed with my bad back, but I realize I, I, I don't think I'd want the sign without the wall. And like, I guess maybe because it scarred me 50 years ago, but I still remember that. And it's like, no, I'll take the wall. Something about having something safe lying up against the wall versus both open on both sides. Right. And I never really was a bed in the middle of the room person until my last two apartments. Yeah. And, and this last apartment and this apartment, my bed is in the middle of the room. And okay. If you're facing the end of the bed, I, I'm on the left side. If you're, if you're actually in the bed, I'm on the right, I guess That's if you're right-handed stuff going on in that apartment for it. Cause isn't it a newer, is it a newer yeah. building? You've got some crazy paranormal, weird, odd stuff going on in that place. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, I'm going to, at some point, I'll set up IR and, and stuff like that at different times of the week and, and run camera, like, <laughs> sleep in makeup so people aren't scared in the middle of the night. Oh, Jesus. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her with no makeup. She looks fine. Thank you. <laughs> She's but, beautiful. And the oh, thing is, though, you do, like, you sent me pictures of some of the things from your place. And her cat, especially her younger one, Doc, is really protective of you. And he's, he's, he's like the guard cat. And there's pictures of him, and you can see where his head is turned. And some of the things we've seen in there, like, it's like, holy crap. And she just moved there around, it was the beginning of October, wasn't it? It was around your birthday. Yeah. hmm Mm-hmm. The, yep. the move-in date and we had my shows and stuff I moved I moved and then got ready and did we did the shows that same day oh our instant karma said he'd work out he said he says we'd work out I sleep on the other side lol <laughs> come on down I think my boyfriend would be a little jealous about that but yeah I don't know instant karma do you snore <laughs> I never snored ever until, and I never started smoking till late in life, like 10 years ago. I don't blame it on the doubt. It's my fault, I always say. But he would go out for a smoke and I'd join him. I only used to have a smoke every now and then in my 20s, you know, if you're having a drink or something or out of the bar. So I need to quit, but apparently I, I snore now because of it. <laughs> I talk and I talk and sing in my sleep. It's like the last person that slept over. Yes, the last person that that slept over. I told you what happened, um, and we didn't do anything. He just was crashing in the bed. Yeah. No, seriously. And um, and then I he said that we were face to face at one point, and I he doesn't know what happened, 
But all of a sudden, my eyes popped open yeah. about three or four in the morning, and I said, get out. <laughs> and he's, he said, I said it, and then I closed my eyes and went right back to sleep. And he's like, that was so freaky. And I'm like, I don't remember. I do not remember. And I don't know. I mean, and the other night, um, some of the guys were here playing uh, Far Cry. And and I was sleeping, and all of a sudden, they heard me say, um, Juan. Juan? Juan. Okay. I don't know anybody named Juan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I instant, don't. instant karma says, uh, I have been told I snore very little, but occasionally do. Well, that's honest. That's honest. I like that. Well, I same thing like the delta <laughs> I have a piece of paper and pen by the door or by the bed because he will wake up and have a full conversation with me and he'll tell me yeah you need to write this down and he'll tell me like numbers I have to write down or what and he won't remember in the morning he'll argue with me and tell me he didn't say it the creepiest thing I ever did we were having a nap one afternoon and um he was on this like on his would have been his left side i was on my left side and he says i reached over and i drew on his hip a circle with a dot an h and another dot i kept arguing i said there's no way i would have drawn that i would have known because he woke up and he goes or he said like what did you draw that on me for and i said i didn't draw anything on you he goes yeah you did and he drew it for me the creepiest part about it was, and I don't, I don't know, but we kind of put the pieces together. Somebody that's like a second dad to him, because Dal's dad passed away quite a few years ago at a young age. Uh, he had had a couple strokes. His name started with an H, and he died February second, second month, second day. And this, I drew this about a week or two before this happened. I hadn't known he had the strokes. And obviously, we didn't know what day he was going to pass away. It's the only reason we can figure out why I might have drawn what I drew. That was creepy and weird. <laughs> yeah, never done wow. it. But the doll does. The doll tell me. And his dad, actually, I've seen his father. Because <laughs> I've known Dell my whole life. We have the same aunt and uncle, but we're not uh, related. We're almost like the second version of the aunt and uncle through family, like the two families together. And I, so I remember out of his cottage, I've seen his dad, seen his dad like walk right through the wall. Um, I haven't seen his dad around here, but the Dell has said that because uh, Dell's actually quite clairvoyant and uh, he's seen him come through here or he'll say to me, um, yeah, I was just talking to my dad. He told me you need to write this down. And then he'll argue with me that he didn't say it. Well, I'm not going to make it up. So, but I do keep paper by the bed and a pen because in case, and I find a lot of people that have their gifts or aware of them. I don't know. Have you noticed this too, that they, they'll give you a lot of information in their sleep, but they're not quite asleep. Mm -hmm. Right. When like, who Juan was. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know who Juan is. I don't know anybody named Juan. I don't. I I really don't. And so I'm like, yeah. So there's four guys in the living room saying that I actually said Juan. <laughs> I'm like, okay then. He's like, great. And it's it's like people from my band, so that you know that they're friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have so. uh, groups of men over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on down. Woo! 
Uh, and Sid Karma said that sounds like chemistry to him. And it, yeah, it would have in a way, but like I said, it didn't have the two um, instant karma. It was just a small uh, letter um, H with a dot on one side, dot on the other, like a little tiny circle. And then I drew a circle around the whole thing. Because actually I, I have um, chemistry as part of my degree. So I know what you're talking about. He goes a molecule with hydrogen and two other things attached. I could see if it was like a molecular drawing, but it wasn't. That was the thing. Like I, I actually, I actually have a picture of what it looks like, and it's hard to explain. If you saw it, you'd see what I was meaning. Because mm -hmm. even I at first even looked at that. Like I was thinking, was it like, you know, two? It's supposed to mean two hydrogens or what? But there was no numbers. It was all one letter and then just all circular shapes. Mm -hmm. It was pretty. Excuse me. Wow. That, yeah. I think it's uh, you're doing alchemy in your sleep. Maybe. Never thought. <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I've been told many interesting things from my past life or about past lives, including our mutual friend. Mm -hmm. he, he told me they had a dream that I was in it. Did they tell you about this dream? I'm not sure. They said that they never dream about people mm -hmm. and that I was in it, but there were 50 other versions of me in it, but they weren't quite the same, but they were angels. Mm. And I said, well, I'm certainly no angel. <laughs> <laughs> never found out what it was. And they were, this was, did he tell you about that? Probably. Sure he did, because there was nothing significant about mm -hmm. it. Just the reason why they mentioned it was because they said they don't normally ever, ever, ever have dreams about mm -hmm. somebody being in it. I won't, I'll tell you after the show because they were talking about possibly maybe this being my last life here, lifetime, not having another reincarnation. If they, because they don't even really believe in reincarnation. <laughs> That's what they were asking me what my perspective on this was. <laughs> yeah. yeah but Before we tread into this avenue, actually, we're the end, aren't we? Yeah, we, we got granted some bonus rounds, so. <laughs> we did. Exactly. So as we're ending tonight, we're talking about uh, love in the 21st century. Um, like we always say that we invite you to think about the things that we talked about. And this is never a bashing show ever. It's just that it depends on what your opinion of, of things are in the world and and you know if it works for you cool if if things are for you are not working but please think about it and think that you know maybe you can change a few things especially with your partner especially you know in this highly disposable society that um you need to realize that human beings are not disposable and uh, that if you have and i'm not saying that everything is meant to last because sometimes you just aren't going to get along and maybe that's part of your path is that your learning curve is part of that person and you're it's they had a puzzle piece you needed and now it's time for them to go and and it's just one of those things you've got to figure out on your own sometimes but at the same time um just want to make sure that you're having those healthy relationships realizing there's some things you probably should steer the heck clear of and <laughs> you know remember just to keep it healthy and light and and have fun remember to have fun in your life be present in your life and Laura Lee, you want to tell everybody where to find you 
Yeah, sure. And as always, I love being here with you, Sarah. And of course, I, I love having you here, too. <laughs> it's our show, not anybody else's. Our show, yes. I want, <laughs> I want to thank everybody that was here in the chat room tonight. We really, really appreciate your feedback and you guys being yes. here and adding thank to the conversation. Thank you so much. And um, you can find me on Monday nights here on UPRN from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time on uh, the Angel Rock. And you can also find me on Facebook if you ever want to book a reading with me or it could be mediumship, psychic, cash records or even any energy healing sessions that's on www.facebook.com forward slash the angel rock and also I invite you um, to join me in the two groups that I have on Facebook one is called paranormal university and the other one is the angel rocker tribe and uh, as always Sarah this is so much fun I love doing this with you <laughs> yeah it is very much fun and and we always have a good time no matter what we do and anywhere that we do it but tripping the void is a, is a group effort here with uh, Sarah Lee <laughs> Laura Lee Podfin and, and myself Sarah Seraphine Hurley and uh, you can find me on Mondays at 3 p.m central and uh, uh, for infinite inquisition <laughs> tripping infinite for <laughs> for infinite inquisition at 3 p.m central here on uprn talk radio uh, com 107.7 new orleans as well as on after that i'm with paranormal x hour with dr john DeSalvo, um which is directly after that at 5 p.m uh, central time which is an awesome show if you haven't seen it i encourage you to definitely try it out he's really brilliant man and um then again you get to see see a, a double dose of us here uh, with the <laughs> with tripping the void and we do thank you from the bottom of our hearts here at tripping the void for participating and liking and sharing our content as well and so you guys enjoy the rest of your evening into the wee hours of the morning whatever you choose to do and uh good night good night have a wonderful rest of your week we'll see you next week much love yeah. This is Matt Siraj, fourth generation owner of Community Coffee. My great-grandfather named it Community, just out of appreciation and respect for his friends and neighbors. And for 100 years, our family has been about two things, great tasting coffee and great people. And as America's number one family-owned retail coffee brand, we believe it's our responsibility to continue to give them the best tasting coffee experience possible. And it's why we're excited for you to discover your new favorite blend. Look for Community Coffee at a store near you. Flo here with a really weird word, buttery. Buttery? It's not quite butter, it's, it's more butterish. Or maybe buttery is like butchery or bakery, a shop that sells artisanal butter products. Dig in, America. Now a word that's even more weird, flotection. Sure, it's not really a word, but it is really good protection for your new home through me and Progressive. No ifs, ands, or butteries about it. Sorry. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.